0: Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I'm Joel Girard.
1: And welcome to 2021. I am Charisma O'Keefe. And we have been podcasting for over five years over in this little corner of the. What is the podcast world called? Internet? I don't know. I'm just going to say. Internet. The Podmosphere. I don't know. Podmosphere. Podsphere. I love Podsphere. That. <laughs> no, I like Podmosphere better. <laughs> um, But yeah, so we've been here talking to you forever about business and balance and what lights you up and all sorts of things. What's your spark? Go watch soul. Um, Oh my even goodness. though it's problematic but it's also good it's, it's not as
0: problematic as wonder woman and that's all I'm gonna i am haven't about that. seen that oh, yet don't watch
1: it. I, I say i don't really want to we had a
0: whole conversation after the episode with melissa for people who aren't listening because you we weren't recording about <laughs> wonder woman and melissa and charisma were very adamant that it was going to be a terrible film and i said yeah of course it's not but it might be oh no it was way worse than i think any of us thought so So. the
1: first one i didn't watch for a really long time because i just had a feeling that i wasn't gonna like it and like you know everyone was talking about it like how great it was it's like the best blah 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 and i was like i feel like everyone's gonna hate me if i don't like this movie so i finally watched it and unfortunately i didn't really like the first one it was okay it wasn't like the worst film i'd ever seen or anything but i was just literally like as far as superhero movies like it was definitely low on uh my list and so i kind of kept that opinion to myself because people were not really into it but yeah then this one came out and i was like i feel like it's gonna be worse than the first one and yeah i'm hearing a lot of bad stuff so i'm like Ooh. i'm not in a rush to see it i'll see it at some point just but. some
0: casual a lot islamophobia maybe possible oh or it's great it's it's fantastic it's
1: <sighs> you yeah
0: phobia it's it is what it is also
1: like so, movies are weird like i i it's just a weird time for like movies as well for So um, yeah. yeah i will say
0: sylvie's uh love was beautifully done well done tessa thompson and carrie washington's husband uh <laughs> who probably has a real name but he's just carrie washington's <laughs> husband to me. that was probably i think one of the best movies i watched this year it was very that. it was very well done it was like just I, it, there's a certain feeling i don't know how to explain about like light-hearted romantic films that just yeah, I like it that. just it had that kind of like niceness to it where it wasn't campy but it was still easy to watch so
1: we really just watched like a lot of christmas movies and we watched soul which i really did like and we both cried um course you did then, i don't even why it. were you crying what it was, was there beautiful. it was beautiful i don't want to give spoilers but it's just like that moment when you're like you know. but why were you crying you knew it was coming <laughs> I'm so and i really enjoyed so i think it's all probably no i didn't cry in like the middle or the beginning like i didn't cry like when he quote unquote died like i didn't cry No, i know like, at the end you, you cried yeah. but you knew that was coming so i don't know why you cry <laughs> i'm so confused just beautiful oh my gosh but like i didn't cry as much as coco but it was just really it's just like such, such a beautiful sentiment like just about like life and living it and like you know like Especially just those little moments, like when you know the wind is blowing and there's leaves, and you hear like music down the street, and just like that feeling of being alive. And I think that honestly, I think it was just like one of those things of like this year, especially it was so like this past year. Or I think already. yeah, I think you guys were
0: like stopping because you yeah. were overwhelmed with the was, year, because <laughs> the movie it was, itself was not.
1: <laughs> the movie, like coming out when it did, it's just really just like it a was. Of, it was um, so lucky hilarious. we are to be here right now. So I think yeah. that, that was like a big part of it. It's just like wow we're like we're here like you know this year has been really terrible and we're still here and so just kind of that thought process i think it's just like a lot of emotion it was
0: it was really well done i was i think like i'm not i think i've told the world if not on this podcast but if i've ever talked to you about pixar i'm not a big pixar person i don't really like the pixar movies
1: uh oh my there's gosh, a handful of them bad. i like
0: like i like i love coco <laughs> Coco Steel is probably top one. And then I think I'm going to put Soul as number two. I think those they are... are
1: all good, though. That's Cars. Okay. I mean, the first <laughs> Cars is really good. Toy Story 3? Like... Oh, are Toy you kidding Toy, Toy Story 3 is amazing.
0: It's... Toy Story 2 and 3 are probably one of the, the two worst films I've ever seen with oh, my eyeballs. I cannot believe what I, I'm hearing. I Toy
1: just, Story 3 also makes me cry. Of and. Course, Lots like of other it. people try during Toy Story 3 too because I've heard them talk about it. But I will say they this. They do. The end <laughs> of I can't weigh in on because I haven't seen like Cars 2, 3, 4. I will I've never, never watched any of those. I, I've, I've only, only seen the so first one and the happened. first one is really cute. But And I haven't seen Planes either. I feel like... Okay. Oh, I forgot there's some Planes! The guys. only reason I remember all that is because Jameson is like very into all of them. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's also why I don't watch them because he'll just tell me what's gonna happen, like f- like you know, two minutes before it's happening on screen. Oh, like that's okay. what watching a movie is like with these kids. Well, so.
0: welcome to twenty twenty one. I'm not a Pixar person, but Soul was good. Watch Soul. Watch Sylvie's Love. Uh, don't watch Wonder Woman. That's that's like I feel like yeah. that's our, our PSA for the it. holidays. Uh, you moved, and uh, I also moved. I didn't tell you this, but I did. But I, it's more entertaining to hear about your move. So well
1: I, I knew I about it because
0: David well, David started talking about it But he didn't talk about how horrible it's been So it's been interesting to hear more About how horrible your move has been <laughs> <laughs> Because it's, it's It's more entertaining for me Yeah
1: because you guys moved closer
0: Oh um. you would think it is closer, but is it?
1: <laughs> I wish that I was moving into your space. That's what uh, would have I been wish, better... I would have
0: stayed in my space, but, you know, life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'd even move into the space that you're in now. No, you don't. But...
0: You don't. Okay. You, you then
1: I would have liked to move into your space. That would have been a good... Because, I mean, so I remember, like, when we were going into quarantine and stuff, like, I was having you... Because you're... You always, like, know what's going on in our town and, like, you know, like you hear things. So I'm, I remember telling you like, okay, keep an eye out on um, townhomes for me because I think that I want a bigger space and, you know, we were getting the dog and everything. So, yeah. So I, we were looking there and we were looking at Windermere and then obviously John ended up getting the job in Fairfax. And now we are out here in the DC area. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we moved over like the new year. Um, so we literally were driving when it was new year's like we were you were driving,
0: driving and we were in the garage packing up the u-haul
1: yeah. <laughs> like literally
0: and stopped to do a sparkle like, break and we were like okay going back to like we were because we were
1: getting close to rally and so we had talked about like would it make sense to stop earlier and i was like no because what are we gonna do like watch tv and like still knowing that we have like more drive to do the next day like it just doesn't matter so you know, I, I like New Year's to be clear. Like I'm a big fan of New Year's, but I always feel like I always end up selling New Year's, celebrating New Year's with like John and then like a friend that doesn't like New Year's and they always like getting you know up. Oh no. Oh and no know, to do as much like fun New Year's stuff that I Okay. Would.
0: Maybe next year that's what we need to because I actually do think New Year's is a fun holiday. Yeah. And so we we've holiday.
1: had a few that were fun. fun. Like we've we've Time. had some where we've gone to Disney and stuff, but like A lot of times it's like, it ends up being like, you know, like, just like me wanting to be like, let's do all the things and then being like, meh, you know what I mean? So, and when my friend Natalie used to live here, I'd have really great New Year's because she loves them and I love them. And we would do stuff like, I remember one in particular, which I'm not even a big drinker, but I remember shaking up bottles of. Um, bubbly and opening them up on the like deck of her house and like being like happy now you're like that stuff like that so great so fun but yeah so I was just like whatever we're gonna just drive through it it is what it is like I had talked to Natalie and told her like we were supposed to be here and she was like great you'll be there just in time she's like you can order pizza sit on the floor, watch like the New Year's and like order pizza and champagne and just like ring in the New in your new place. So that was the plan and nothing went according to plan. <laughs> um, and so instead of doing that, which was a really cute thing, like, oh, we're in our new city, like pizza and bubbly. Instead, we were driving. Um, so we got to sh- um, rally that night and the next morning left really early and drove up here. And it's just been like a challenge ever since because, um, just stores are stocked very differently here than they're in Orlando. I think in Orlando, there's just little things that you just wouldn't know unless you like live in certain areas because it's just, those aren't the things you talk about, right? Like when people are like, oh, you're moving to DC. Like, let me tell you my favorite restaurant. Let me tell you where I love to do this and that. Like no one talks about like target and stuff like that. Um, but that's what they should talk about. So John and I, like I've put some of it on Insta and stuff, but we got rid of all of our furniture, all of our home goods. We donated everything because we are just kind of like, we're going to be in a different space. So it just kind of makes sense to start fresh, buy everything new, whatever. And getting up here, it's like some, like in Orlando, if you go to a Target, that Target will have all the things. And then you go to the next Target, that's like 20, 30 minutes away, and they'll have all the things as well. Here, there's more Targets, like maybe there's one every 10, 15 minutes, but they will not have all the things. Um, So you end up going to like eight stores to get what you would have gotten in one store in Orlando. So it's truly exhausting because it's like, we don't really know where we are. So we're like mapping everywhere. It's dark, it's rainy, it's wet, it's cold. So visibility is terrible. The like, The driving situation is, you know, very different than what we're used to and that sort of thing. And so we're doing all that and having to drive. And, like, we are doing, like, the pickup thing. So, like, I'll order ahead and we'll pick up. But it's just, like, when you have to go to, like, four different stores in four different directions, it still ends up taking forever because, you know, like, traffic here and everything else. So, yeah, it's just been – it's been a lot. And then, you know, we have to wait a super long time for our furniture, which is just kind of how things are going in this pandemic uh, my friend Margot just moved, she moved like locally and moved from the apartment that we both actually lived in the same like area. And she moved into a townhouse earlier this year. And her furniture took like so long to come in, just because everything is just kind of backed up at the moment with COVID things are moving slower. Um, so that's, you know, to be expected. So it is what it is. But needless to say, like, we're just not settled in yet. And we're still kind of like getting some of those basic things that we need. So I think by the end of this week, we'll be like done with that. And then we'll just be waiting on our bigger furniture pieces, which that's fine. I'm not as concerned about that. But yeah, it's just a lot. And it's been gray and cold and wet and rainy, you know, since we got here, which is to be expected, but it's still like, it's just jarring because my last day in Orlando, like I was posting photos from like Shingle Creek where we stayed our last night. And I mean, it was a gorgeous day. I was literally like, why are you so beautiful right now and have to leave? But I mean, it was like stunning, just like palm trees everywhere, blue skies. And then I've looked and seen that you guys have had amazing weather since we've left, of course. Um, I feel like every time I go out of town, Orlando has amazing weather. So no surprise there. Um, But yeah, it's, it's an adjustment. It is definitely an adjustment. And, you know, as of right now, he's not going back to school anytime soon. Um, there's talks, there's a meeting this week and, and they have a meeting, I feel like at least once a month to be like, are we going to go back? And normally it's like, no. So the infection rate has to be under 10% for them to go back. And they're not at that situation right now. So I will say that again, that's the whole point. That's the whole reason that he wanted to, like, we wanted him to work for Fairfax and everything is just so that he can stay at a school. So, cause he was working at a middle school that is not well equipped to handle, you know, situations. And, um, basically it's like, he would have seen, he had no like, uh, planning period. Cause he would, he had a class for his planning period as well. So he would have been seeing like 210 kids a day if he was working in a school. And so there's no way he wouldn't have gotten COVID. You know what I mean? Like, it's just 210 kids every single day and you're in a place where like resources are limited and stuff like, no, you would have, there's just no way so yeah i'm glad we're here because of that but i hate it at the same time <laughs> like moving during a pandemic is not easy i think i'm gonna do a blog post on it like going into feel more free to ask yeah.
0: me anything about local moves because it's not great here either <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah like a lot of people have been asking about like the process and everything so i'm gonna do like i'm gonna go into charismatic concepts and write an in-depth like thing on just like what we did that worked, what we did that didn't um, and what to like look for in the new region that you're going to beforehand. Because again, something as simple as like just store, even like the Ikea's here are not stocked the same. And John was pointing out like, well, part of it is just the fact that like in Orlando we have so much space. So like they can keep everything, you know, right. there. Right um-
0: Property. Whereas like
1: here they can't do that, so they have to it's like, keep
0: it in from a storage distribution. Exactly, or yeah.
1: So it's it, that sort of thing really makes a difference. And again, like there's more targets because there's there's more people in a smaller space to serve. But that also means like okay, more people are going to be buying stuff up faster, and they're just going to be out of stuff all the time. Um, so it's just a different situation. Like in Orlando, you pretty much, if you're like, I want something, you can just go to the store, it's going to be there. Um, and that's not the case here at all. It's it's definitely a more um, urban yeah. sprawl here. And it's, you know,
0: Again, the can fear have- is that everything's in the store and you know it is, but then you have to go through do I want to get COVID well, or not? Because nobody wears yeah. masks.
1: <laughs> that's the thing, is like it, it will be like it's, it's like out, a lose-lose you know, situation. You right? like could go risk and check and see if it's in there, but I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, and then the, the wild thing is like just on our street alone, there's probably like 20 different types of cuisine. So, you know, it's like that's where so it's like, okay, everything is at your fingertips, but it's like food and things that like right now we don't need because it's it's COVID so yes some of the best museums in the world are down the street like the White House is I live 20 minutes from the White House now so those things are like oh okay that's interesting or whatever but then doesn't help me like put stuff in my house so <laughs> <laughs> and none of the museums are open like so those of you who are listening in florida who are just used to like the florida is the wild wild west like we've got everything open and it's just very different not that i would go to a museum anyways right now but i'm just saying even if i wanted to that's not like museums are not open right now um and there's no date or plan for them to be open anytime soon like they are closed so it's just very different um which I'm, you know, I'm happy that they're taking things so seriously. That's part of the reason we wanted to be here. But it's just hard because it's like winter and, you know, like we've said before, like it's hard when you don't know anyone nearby, even though I can't like I couldn't, I, I'm not, it's not like I would be going to see you anyways, but it's like nice to know that you're nearby. Yep. Yep.
0: That's, that's uh it's a thing. 2021 is going to be great.
1: <sighs> it's going to be something. Yeah, it's it's so, going to be a year. <laughs> it's going to be a year. So, I wanted to kind of talk about, like, I, I, I haven't wanted to make, like, really big plans this year because I just think that let's just all try to, like, make it through and be kind to each other. Like, that's, like, number one right now. Um, but I wanted to talk about, like, some things to leave behind in 2020 and some things to embrace in 2021. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Stuff that works for work and personal. So for 2021, first thing to leave behind is self-doubt. Um, especially in the workplace, but just in any area of your life. I feel like if you are in this pandemic and doing literally anything, like if you've showered in the last few days, then you are truly amazing because these are not easy times to get anything done. Um, So if you fed yourself and you took a shower, like I'm super proud of you. And you should not doubt yourself that you are able uh, to do amazing things, that you're capable of amazing things. And I think that we see people doubt themselves in work all the time. Like imposter syndrome is such a huge thing we've talked about in the podcast before. But it's wild to me because I still see people that are like really struggling with imposter syndrome. And then you see people that know less, that are um, less equipped to do what they're doing, I guess. And then will come through and just because they have the confidence, like they're moving to those new heights and smashing those goals faster. So I would just say, like, try to have the confidence of, you know, a mediocre white cis straight male because they have all the confidence in the world. Like they'll walk in, like they own the place and that's what you need to do. Like you, like you're here. That's, that's enough. So yes, please no more self doubt this year. Like I need you to be like, yes, I am capable I am that bitch, basically. Yeah,
0: I mean, ag- agreed. I think I agree. it, we spend a lot of time thinking about what we could do or how we should appear to people based on like what the status quo was or what your industry, you know, the standards are. But yeah, it's 21, who cares? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, throw it all out the window. I'm like, throw it like, like things, throw your garbage out, like just. Show up, be yourself. You show up the way you need to show up. There is no, you didn't need to write a what you learned in 2020 blog or review. You didn't need to write that you accomplished 90 things. If you accomplished just staying alive, you mm-hmm. accomplished the greatest thing of all. If you accomplished staying inside and being safe and trying yeah. to care about the safety of others, that is all that you needed to do. You know, if you pay your bills every month, shout out to you, raise your hands. If you didn't, guess what? Shout out to you. you. Raise your hands Doesn't matter. Like, do not leave, do not let any standards of like needing to do things just cloud your judgment. 21. We're done. Just let it go. Leave it. Leave it. Yeah. Throw it out.
1: So, second thing to leave behind is overworking past your limits. And I wanted to phrase it this way because I feel like past your limits, right? So, your limits your are own limits. Everybody else's. else's. Limits. I will say that, like, when it comes to like different types of work I do, I can work longer and harder and be enjoying it. If I'm pouring candles, I can be pouring candles all day and it's 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 it just great, you know. But if I'm working on my computer, like I need less time to do that because I'm going to be done like sooner. You know what I mean? Whereas like I feel like if you put like me, you and David into a room and said, "Okay, everybody just work on your computer," like you know, within a few hours, I'm going to be like, "All right, cool, like time to close my computer. I was done." And you and David are like robots, so you could probably go 24 hours on your computer, but it's like those are your limits. Like that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me. That like right. I exactly you know I mean? and 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 in the past, like I would be like, "Well, I've just got to you know work harder because." you know, these people I know, like, you know, they can be on here working on this thing for eight hours straight or whatever. And I'm like, nah, that's not me. That's why I do different types of work and different types of things. Like, I'll take a meeting here. I'm working on my computer there. I'm pouring candles here. Like I'm doing different things because that's just how I, I need to work for myself. Um, and I also need to sleep. I need to sleep for eight hours. Like these first few days, like we weren't getting great sleep. It was terrible last night. I got amazing sleep and I, John like was like, woke me up in the morning. He was like, Hey, like, you know, you told me it's to, like, wake you up. And I was like, yeah, you can come back at nine thirty. Like I'm good. <laughs> like I'm going to stay in this bed. I'm feeling great. I'm, I finally had like my first good night of sleep. So I know that I need sleep. I know that I need a lot of like rest and downtime. And so I've learned my limits, which have nothing to do with anyone else. And I'm on the same like token. And I just want to be like, know yourself before you do this. But for some people they can work like, a ton, you know what I mean? And their balance looks different and that's okay. Like, but just make sure that if you are that person, make sure that you are being very aware and like knowing yourself and checking in to make sure like, is this my limit? Am I pushing myself a little too hard? Like definitely, you know, pay attention to that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, there were like two days. I feel we like we didn't, didn't, didn't sleep
1: more to that. You know, I was gonna say we didn't sleep for two days
0: because we were moving. Uh, literally, we were like, "We gotta go, Let's gotta figure this out." And then it rained one day when we were unpacking. I don't know. I feel like this movie process has been such a thing. But I, I, even at some point, I think the last thing I did on the computer was upload the podcast and send it to you. And then I was like, "Okay, gotta pack this computer up and, and be done." Um, and didn't work again until I think this week, like, which is. Mm-hmm unheard of in my life like i don't spend that much time away from my computer like without so even yesterday just having it open for the first time i was like oh my baby come back to me i miss you so much and then last night got into a rhythm and i was like okay it's 10 o'clock i can stop working you know just
1: meanwhile (laughs) like i was (laughs) the opposite i opened up my computer on monday after like a few days of moving and stuff and we weren't done but like john had to like had to work so I was like I guess I'll work too and so I opened it up and I was like what what do I do again what is my job and so I'm like texting Morgan I'm like I don't know how to do my job anymore and she's like hey me too. and so I ordered I had to order more candle equipment because we you know I ran out of wax jars and lids on purpose like I timed that out so I ordered more of that and then I was like all right I'm gonna go take a walk and then I like took a walk because I was like I need some time to like clear my head because it's just like a lot to come back to also on Monday a thing that I did which I might start doing like more often, but I just went through my inbox and I deleted things that weren't important. And I, organized and sent things to like areas that they need to go I didn't even respond to anything yet but I was like let me do this first and then once my inbox is organized I can go then you can better
0: organize. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah, my, that's how I do it I can't I, just
1: reply. I get overwhelmed like it's when I yeah. to, like, reply and then you see all these other. Stuff. so it's like let mm-hmm. me just delete and organize and then I'll go back in and reply the next day so I went in on Tuesday and started replying to stuff so yeah yeah Agreed. you just have to know your own limits everybody's very different Um, Yeah, I don't think anyone
0: overworking doesn't do well if anybody, I David's going to be releasing some stuff, but he always talks about what happened to him when he overworks, and if anybody knows, it's never, it's always an emergency room trip um and it's happened because of work and then just stress and etc so yeah i think i've learned you know by proxy of being the person that has to take I care of that, human, that. yeah uh, that like there is a limit and don't work past it and we're, now we're very good at being like this is the limit like we've gone too far like let's not like this move probably took a lot longer because eh? we we're <laughs> we're older we don't need to be doing this anymore <laughs> but also we we were like, oh, well, we're just gonna take a break. Like I love we, that you said you're older now
1: and this more because I felt the same way, honey.
0: Girl, I think like, at a certain age, like you just I think after 30 you should stop moving. <laughs> I think I you should just John, live where you are and die. <laughs>
1: the first night, like what we moved in and our bed was in here, so we we're sleeping on a futon. And I told John, this will be the last time that you have me doing something like this. I told him the next move. I don't do anything like other people. We like we get moved, We've had movers in the past, but I was like, we're gonna have movers. No, you
0: need movers and packers. And exactly. like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to show up in like my and house have and like a
1: storage <laughs> in it or whatever. And I told them I won't be seeing that again. Like I like when we have movers. We, we house, people are gonna go just to that and they're gonna to, pack it, yeah. or, and it's just gonna show up in my house. I'm not touching anything. I was like, if he wants to touch stuff, that's on him. But and i I like to pack, so I'm like I don't mind packing because I like the organization of it but I'm like, I won't be moving anything. Up I don't even enough. want to pack anymore. I'm anything. like, I'm done. I will hire. I like, I like too, an I'm, like, I'm very weird about like my stuff. I'm very like, I don't know. I'm yeah. You
0: have really like nice things. Like I don't have anything. So to oh, me, so, like, I'm, like, a person comes in.
1: <laughs> I would say, like There's certain things I would want to pack and certain things that, yeah, I would like, I would allow other people to pack my kitchen, for example. But yes. yeah, but like, I have like certain like things for my grandparents and stuff that I'd want to like, yeah and but yeah definitely like my clothes like anything like my kitchen like the other people can pack that i don't care so mm-hmm. i told john i was like we, i guess we can't move until you know we're we're sure that we can pay somebody else to move it all because i am not mm-mm, nope nope not happening <laughs> So, all right. So the third thing to leave behind is bottling up your feelings because honestly, we are all going through it. We've we're going, going to therapy
0: it. in 2021. So yes. let's not con- like bottling up is leaving it in 2020. I think every yep. let it go. Like we there's no point of keeping things inside. It's not healthy. Can be
1: good or bad feelings. So it's like you can tell you know, like, I feel like I've told a lot of people lately, how much I care about them, because it's like, we're moving. So it's like, you know, I've been saying, like, I wish that I could see you guys. And I love you guys. And, you know, it's terrible to not see everybody before I leave. So it's like, even if it's positive feelings, like tell people that too. But when you're whatever it is, like tell people how they can talk to you and, and everything like you decide who acts like what in your personal space in your personal life so don't be afraid to tell people like I'm not dealing with that nonsense we're not doing that bs this year like and if you're just going through it like don't be afraid to vent to a friend but yes also go to therapy um, because you know it's just we just got to be more open with our feelings like we're very I think as a society like we just bottle stuff up and it's just not it d- clearly does not work
0: <laughs> well it's like you um you're looked perfection is you know upheld as a standard so if you don't have any negative things even or if you're not over if you're not over gleeful or gloating you know what I mean like you just need to have a yeah yoker I guess <laughs> kind of thought process about the way you talk about yourself and your life and I think that's just I don't know if there could be any bigger reflection than the past decade mm-hmm. of how poor our mental health has been and the pandemic completely exposed what was left of the already frayed nerves of our like mental health system and our mental yes. health as, as a society. So uh, th- let's leave it behind. Let's throw it away, throw it in the garbage.
1: <laughs> so the fourth thing is, and this is a big one, not paying your employees a living wage. Um, because a lot of people are just not doing this and they're trying to justify it out in the open. And I just don't get this. Like if you own a business and you're going to hire employees, pay them a living wage. Like there's just not any, like there's no, there's nothing else to say. Like if you can't pay people a living wage, then you are not in a position where you can hire people yet. And that's just that. Um, even for contractors, you need to make sure that they're, you're, you know, paying your contractor something that makes sense for their field. That is a, you know, good rate for their field. Um, but especially when you have employees and it's like, you know, even if they're like have two jobs and maybe they do 20 hours with you and 20 hours with someone else, they still need a living wage. Like they're still giving you 20 hours a week. is a lot of time and you need to be paying them properly for their time for your area and whatever else. Um, and let me tell you that in Orlando, like I don't really care what theme parks or whatever else pays. Like I can tell you from personal experience that rent in Orlando is expensive and you need to be paying your employees probably at least 12 an hour, but I would say 15 or more.
0: Yeah. I mean don't don't try to justify anything based on what some large corporation is doing cuz what they're doing is not ethical as well. And it's also like corporation 2021.
1: Like, exactly. And those corporations are not ethical for paying that, but also like a lot of times they're providing their employees with like healthcare and things like that. And it's like these small businesses will be like, "Well, Disney pays, you know, 850 or Universal or Starbucks or whatever pays that, so I'm going to pay it too." And I'm like are you giving them insurance? Are you giving them this, and the other? And they're not doing any of that. So I'm like, somebody might take a pay cut to be at a theme park or at Starbucks or whatever, because they're like, well, I'm getting really good insurance and I'm getting, you know, this benefit, this benefit and that benefit. So the pay is a little bit lower, but I'm getting those things. Whereas from you, they're not even getting those things. So what are you doing? (laughs) Like, just don't, you know, no, like not at all. And I've literally had people I've seen business owners locally in like groups in Florida defending paying people less, and they no, were like, "Well, if I don't pay them less, off. Like, the if time. I don't pay them less, then like I won't be able to hire them." Okay, then uh, that's what that means. That so means why? you
0: can't hire anyone. That's why we don't like we haven't hired anyone because we know that yeah, we want to pay people. We have a salary in mind that we want to pay our like employee. Any employee is going to work with us full time. Of course, contractors are different story. But an employee that's coming on part time or full time, we have an idea of what that salary is going to look like, what the advancement will be after a certain amount of time. Because obviously, people also deserve raises. Just Mm -hmm. because you pay them a quote unquote level wage doesn't mean you stop there. Like you pay, continue to increase their pay based on how much they're making you more money, which they are by taking off a service off of you. Exactly. Um, And
1: I think like if you haven't gotten to that point where you've thought about it and you're like, well, wondering like, okay, well, what is the difference? Well, the difference is is like when you have a contractor, they're coming on for just a project and you know how much money you're going to be making for that project. So you can say, here's the amount of money I'm going to pay you. Are you comfortable with that? And it's much easier to give them a good living wage because you know that money's coming in. Whereas when you have an employee, you're paying them all the time. So if you went three weeks without getting a new client, guess what? They're still your employee and you're still paying them for that
0: time.
1: Yeah. So you need to make sure that, you know, Business is steady enough or you have enough saved up or whatever that you can cover their salary. Even in those times when you're not doing as well, you don't have as much money coming in, which is why a lot of us that own you know, businesses do go towards contracting because it is, it's a great way to make money and it's also a great way to pull people in and give them extra jobs um, where they can earn a good wage. So I would say like, if you're not in that place where you're ready for an employee or even some businesses just aren't structured in a way where an employee makes sense, sometimes it's just better to use a contractor forever. I know for, in the wedding industry, a lot of people just use contracting for always, and it works out really well and everybody can actually get paid like the way that they should get paid. So do that if you're, you know, not, you know, not um in the market for hiring an employee, but whatever you do, make sure everybody that you're working with is getting paid the way that they should, because we're not, we're not bringing that mess into 2021. So all right, so now we've talked about the things to leave behind. Let's talk about the things to embrace now that it is a new year. Yes, we know that everything isn't going to be magically better because we stepped into 2021, but we're definitely going to be working hard to try to make it better um, than it was last year. And I'm, I'm not going to say you're going to be like, it can only go up because I know that that's not true. Um, I'm not going to tempt you know, fate by saying that, but I will say that like, I think that one thing that we can all do is say, Well, I'm going to work really hard to like work on myself, work on my friends and family around me, and make sure that you know I'm doing what I can do for them. Carving out little, you know, pockets of happiness and joy for myself. Um, You know, treating myself kindly, treating the people in my life kindly. So it's like you still have some control over your life and and what goes on this year. So things to embrace this year, uh, number one is doing things that don't make you money. Um, And I understand that like not everyone is in this position. If you're in a position where you are just having to have a hustle season because COVID has affected you in some way, then do what you need to do. Absolutely to, you know, make that money. But if you're in a position where, you know, you're, you're doing okay and you have some extra time on your hands because you're actually in quarantine. Um, this is really a great time to like pick up a hobby. Like our generation didn't really get a chance to do hobbies because we've had to monetize everything. Cause we've had to, to like live cause life is so expensive now for millennials. So, um, I've seen a lot of people for the first time, you know, they get done with their, their work every day at a certain time. And they're like, I'm going to go knit or I'm going to go, you know, do whatever. Um, So yeah, it's a really good time to like try out things, whatever it is, even if it's just reading or watching TV, it doesn't have to be, you know, something that is like fancy that you show off to everybody, but just something that brings you joy that isn't about like dollars.
0: Yeah. I mean, also I will add in, I think, um, our generation is trying to figure out how to be more philanthropic. And mm-hmm. you know, a good way to do that obviously is try to invest in your local nonprofit by donating or even volunteering once it's able you're able to do so in your area, depending on how safe COVID is. There's been a lot of food drives. So I think that's one of the best things that you could do right now yes. uh, in terms of donating and giving back your time so volunteering if you don't if you're stressed out about hobbies i I totally understand like i get it like it's 2021 yeah it doesn't
1: have to be like a fancy hobby yeah
0: but like if even if you decide to get up and say hey maybe one weekend out of the month i'm gonna go down to the food drive and put food in trunks that's cool thing to do as well so Mm -hmm. definitely try to do something that does not require the stress of like how much is the return on my investment Because the return on investment should be your peace, your joy, your solitude, your, you know what I mean? Not monetarily value, so.
1: And a lot of nonprofits, like I know mine is one of the many that we definitely also benefit from people who will help digitally. Like there's a million things that you can help us with that don't even involve stepping outside of your house. So if you're like not comfortable going out and about like there's like reach out to, you know, a local nonprofit or a nonprofit that their mission aligns with your beliefs because mm-hmm. I know that there's things that, um, that you can help with. And you don't have to be, I think a lot of people shy away from that. Cause they're like, well, I don't know. I don't know computers. I don't know how to like, you know, do lots of fancy stuff on the computer. And trust me, there's so many little things that don't involve doing fancy stuff on the computer. So definitely that's I think that's such a great use of your time because you can just feel better too like it just obviously it helps others but it makes you feel better too you know when you are helping others so yeah just try to do some stuff that isn't just about your paycheck um so another one is daily movement I want you to embrace daily movement this year and there's a reason I didn't call that exercise because I think exercise can be such a triggering word for people and it's like I don't know it's like it's hard to like say like what is exercise and what is it you know whatever right um like to me it's like it's literally just about moving our bodies like I think there's a lot of people that are like well I hate exercise so like that's that you know what I get it like there's a lot of exercises that are not my favorite as well and no matter what I do I cannot convince myself to like them but I think that it's so important to move your body because of the mental health and health benefits that it gives you um, especially as we're going into winter, and I have to like do a real winter up here. <laughs> um, It's like it just shows me like, oh, yeah, like I really need to be like, I can just feel the difference already. Like I sound so old, but it's like, you know, it's like cold up here. So it's like your body is just like, ugh, it's not nice. Uh, <laughs> just like makes your body like feel weird and like more rigid. I don't know. So it's just like, it makes me want to move because I'm like, yeah, I got it. I got to keep it moving every day. So whether it's just a walk, whether it's stretching, you know, just something that you're doing movement every day. If you're living in a place where it's not cold and you don't have like full on winter, this is a great time to get out and like try a new, like fun sport, you know, just something simple. Um, there's just like a million little things that you can do that are fun movement. I think that as adults, we really get away from like fun daily movement. It's like You go from being a kid that's like, hey, want to come over and play soccer or like want to play volleyball or like let's try this or let's try that or I want to learn this dance. To then you grow up and it's like, okay, I got to go to the gym. And that's like your movement, you know. Um, And a lot of people love the gym and that's amazing. Uh, But if you don't, like you can still do all those fun things you did when you're a kid. Right now you can't do all of them because of COVID um but when COVID's over go join a kickball league like my friend is in one in Orlando and it's awesome I used to like go to games and watch because it was super fun so it's just like there's so many different ways to have more movement in your life um so try to embrace that in any way you can this year that is safe
0: yeah I mean I think um I when we were talking about um, last week or maybe the week before at the end of the year trying to do like a revamp about how like bummed out it was about not moving and not lifting and da-da-da. yeah and then i moved my house and i lifted all the heavy things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was like this is and it's not even gonna lie my body immediately was like okay so what are we going to the gym next like my body got into it and made me feel good <laughs> like it was like i'm sore and i'm tired but also like the next day i was like i'm ready to lift more things like my garage door doesn't work the guy's coming to fix it today and I have to pick up my garage door and open it. And I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I'm just, it's a deadlift to like a push press. Like, I don't know. My brain is so broken with, with COVID and not being at the gym that it's so thirsty for lifting heavy things. And now I'm like, do we start a moving company? Like, do we want to help move right. our friends heavy furniture on the weekends just so I can get like a move, like I'm lifting heavy stuff out. So Let
1: me um, tell you, it was really hard to move because of like, yeah, because I haven't lifted in a long time and I've never gotten like to your level of lifting, but like, I also love lifting and like would do it on my own little level and yeah things that i definitely know that in the past i would have lifted no problem were like oh yeah i can't move this (laughs) it was very like oh wow um so i need to get some little weights in here and like start doing my little thing because i will
0: yeah i will say i did like i have a kettlebell so i like i it's not the same like it's not as heavy but i like throw it around sometimes when i'm mad Um, (laughs) just to be like whatever but daily movement I like
1: very specifically i like both free weights and then i like the bar that is not attached for yeah. whatever reason an attached bar is really hard for me to do stuff with i don't i really don't know why i don't know if it's just because i learned on a bar that wasn't attached but a lot of like apartment complexes and stuff will have the attached bar like our last yeah yeah, yeah and it's just so hard for me to like get my form in that i don't know like i don't know what what the deal is but i just I really hate an attached bar. Um, so I don't know if our gym here has an attached bar or like not, but I'm almost at a point where I feel like I would just buy myself a bar because the bar is like heavy enough that at least if I'm doing that every day, like that's something like I'll, I'd get the one that's like 75 pounds. Um, and I'm like, I might just like play with that every day too, because I, I really hate attached bars. Ugh. But it's like, you don't want to join a whole gym just to be like, <laughs> I just need to like use an unattached bar.
0: I mean, I would. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just that our gym here is really, really, really nice. I don't know, like, yeah, if I'm gonna work out in it anytime soon. But it's really, really, really nice, and so I'm like, I don't want to be paying anything extra. Like, I'm I'm done. This, this these these uh, DC rents. That's enough for me. All right. So going on to the third thing to embrace in 2021 saying no to those extra Zoom calls. And I mean, saying no to everything, but specifically these things that drain you that are just unnecessary. Like I just, you know, obviously there's meetings that you're going to have to have that, you know, your job is going to require you to do or whatever. And so you have to show up to those things, but there's just, I can't even tell you like, because everybody thinks that just because we can't meet in person, we need to do every single thing we did before and we need to do it online. And some of those things don't translate well. And some of those people are not equipped to running a meeting in that sort of space. So I will say from my personal experience, it's been some of the political groups that are well, not political, but activist groups that I'm involved in, um, where we'd be having meetings that are two hours that could have easily been 20 to 30 minutes, um, there's just no reason for that. Like if it's Friday night, you're calling a meeting, you know, seven o'clock on a Friday night, I'm exhausted. Like I don't need to sit through a two hour meeting that could have been a 20, 30 minute meeting. So at this point, it's like, I'm kind of like gently telling people like, Hey, unless the meeting is shorter than that, then I'm not coming. Like the reality is, is that I have skipped some of these activist meetings, read the, uh, the notes afterwards and gotten all the information I needed more efficiently and been able to do the activism that I needed to do without sitting through all of that so yeah yeah, like protect your time like not and a lot of us are introverted as well and there's something that's like about zoom that is like worse than even like going to a room full of people I don't know it I
0: think a long Zoom call, just emotionally, it's draining because you have to just, I don't know, maybe it's just sitting in the chair. I don't know what it is. I There's don't know what it is out. about yeah. the, the idea of having headphones. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, it, it is emotionally draining after an hour. Like, I think an hour is as long as it should be. Mm-hmm. And people really push the limits because we were in a new format last year of doing longer virtual calls. And we've done we've done longer ones for consultation reasons, whereas, but they're workshops. So people yeah. are moving and like, we get up and we do breaks and we're doing games. And doing you know what I mean? It's interactive. Exactly. Just sitting for two hours and trying to like, discuss a point back and forth. And listening to other people discuss their points back and forth, but not really coming to a resolution most of the times, because that's what happens. Or we come away with, like, one task that we all agree with. Like, that was 90 minutes of my time that we came away with one thing that we decided to do. So it just it's draining and it also it became the method of communication for everything like our hoa uses zoom now if you own a house you have to go log in and watch the meetings with the hoa uh the school uses zoom for you know not only just the kids but also the parents so our meetings our parents meetings are now all on zoom um you know work stuff it's on Zoom have for client stuff your your activity your social stuff people are having Zoom birthday parties Zoom baby showers Zoom funerals Zoom like you know what I mean? like it was just like it's so much of your day where it's like 5 hours now in front of a screen where you're really not doing anything to be honest you're not productive and i'm like i feel like i'm such a brat because i like working And I don't like sitting and not doing anything. And I'm sure it's offensive to people, but like, I want to work. So it's very frustrating when people are like, well, we're going to try to be attentive. And it's like, we wouldn't have done this in an office. Like, I wouldn't have just stared at you for 90 minutes. I would be doing something. I'd be writing my notes or on my phone writing emails or whatever it is. But I think it's so, it's such a personal style. So I definitely will definitely say no to any extra Zoom meetings in 2020 one i've already like stopped doing a volunteer thing that i was doing as well because i'm trying to focus on this and also another opportunity that came up in the nonprofit space so i yeah i don't have that kind of time so i just won't be doing things that i don't want to do so i'm sorry if i don't see your like zoom birthday or whatever you know what i mean like if it's not if yeah. it's longer than an hour ain't going
1: well, and that was like for me going into like now being a like co-founder of a nonprofit. I was like, I want our meetings to be. They're the 10, shortest, meeting. They're the shortest meetings that um, I have. That and I, I stressed out to Anna cause I was like, I have been to these other things and they've made me not want to be a part of the thing because of how dysfunctional and disorganized they were. So I was like, we have to, to stick to 20 to 30 minutes. It has to be really efficient. So we go through ahead of time. We prep. We know exactly what we're talking about and we just, you know, get it all out there. And it's just organized and quick and to the point. And then we also, of course, have, you know, our like meeting notes or whatever that people can review after. But I just try to make it as organized and efficient as possible. And I look at my, you know, like our uh, meeting notes and then like versus like the like group that I'm part of. And I'm like, we're covering the same amount of topics, which shows me that it does not need to be two hours and I think that's that's my biggest thing is just like when it takes forever when it doesn't need to um some things you know if you're if you're getting two hours worth of information then you know that's going to take two hours but if you're getting 20 to 30 minutes worth of information and it's taking them two hours to deliver it that's just a no for me and it's also a no for me to wait for people to join the meeting like you can wait like five minutes and then it's time to start like this isn't like We're not in person, like no one's stuck in traffic, you know what I mean, like, they're either gonna log in on time or they're not. And that's fine. If they log in late, that's okay. Like, just let them pick up where they are. And they can read the notes from the beginning later. Like, I'm, I I don't know if this is like the, I don't know, like the Capricorn in me or like the little bit of like a type one a little bit that one wing on my Enneagram but I'm just like let's just start the meeting and and get on with it and let people go about their day um so yeah I thankfully no one else like I haven't had any more like zoom birthdays or anything like that I've only done like two of them the whole year so that's good but I'm just like I'm actually gonna tell everybody I know do not throw me a zoom birthday party (laughs) like don't surprise me with one because I don't want to go to it so like someone would probably send me like be like oh yeah we're doing a zoom and like tell me that it was like for something else and like surprising it was for my birthday and I probably would make an excuse to not show up to the zoom so yeah I'm like that would be a bad plan don't do it I'm going to send out a text to everybody this week and be like don't be doing a zoom surprise birthday because they did that to my friend and she didn't know that it was happening um I don't know that she would have come if she would have known to be quite honest so yeah um, all right. So the last thing to embrace in 2021 heading into this new year is being present in all areas of your life. Um, and by that, we just mean, you know, whether you're working, whether you're with friends, whether you're with your family, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, just be in the moment and appreciate it. I think that a lot of times we're so focused on like what happened in the past or what's going to happen next. Um, and if this last year has taught us anything, it's just to really be Thankful for the moment that we're in, and and try to live that moment. And and sometimes the moment isn't great, right? And so sometimes being present can help us navigate that moment, even if it's a bad moment, uh, we can navigate a little bit better if we're being present. So just try to be in the here and now. I know I am, you know, I'm gonna be thinking about the future, even though I'm like saying this. Of course, I'm gonna be because, you know, we have a lot of big plans in the future, and you know, still processing from the past, and that's okay. But just try to take a few moments a day where you're just kind of like checking in being like, am I, am I here? Am I in this moment? Am I enjoying it? Uh, Because a lot of times we forget to enjoy the moment and it's by the time that we remember the moment has passed. So please try to be present in all areas of your life this year.
0: Agreed. I mean, it's a new year. So thankfully there's new opportunities to do things, but the people around you are the same and they're here for you and they've been there for you. And um, if you don't have people around you, this is an opportunity to now reach out and find these people who are there that you can build your your people. Like have your your people around you. They're out there, they are there looking for you as well. Do not give up hope. Yes. Uh, those are the things that you should be focusing on right now is yourself, your mental health, your well being, your yourself like just like you said living in the moment like you right now in 2021 today what are you doing for yourself how are you taking care of yourself how are you uplifting yourself how are you uplifting the others in your life that's what our priorities should be right now and I think I'm I'm really looking forward to the fact that I feel like at least in my circle I feel like there's alignment because <laughs> I feel like you know we, I similar people meet similar people and that we're all kind of been talking about the new year as as briefly as I can because I've been a bad friend not texting people but the things that we have talked about even at the end of last year and this year have been that same thought process of being more present being more in tune hopefully being able to physically connect as well but at least in this time being more kind to ourselves and being you know proud of ourselves for making it through last year because it was not an easy year by far in any means, and most of my friends were very privileged in like in terms of being able to keep our financial you know situations and not having really large losses, but it still was a toll. It was still so heavy of a year, and so I'm looking forward to um all of us going through the new year and hopefully becoming better versions of ourselves.
1: Yes, I agree I'm like I'm trying <laughs> like it's definitely been a lot of change in a short amount of time and I think most people you know we all most people have I would say issues with change like it's it's just it can be a challenge right um, but yeah it's just kind of like like I said being in the moment and being thankful in the moment there's a lot of times where I have been you know waking up these last few days and being like what the heck did I do why am I away from so many the people that I care about I literally like, don't know anyone who's here because my cousin who lives in DC has went, he went to rally because his uh, fiance is very high risk. So they went to rally to live with her mom. So it's like, I literally have no one here. Um, but then I'll just take a moment and I'll take a deep breath and I'll look out the window and I'll look at the beautiful view. And I'm like, this is just a chapter in the adventure of my life. And, you know, I think I can handle it. And I think like, like you said, having that inner circle, like, even if y'all aren't, with me at the moment it's just like having that strong group of people in your life makes all the difference and I will say that if you're at a place where you don't have that like like Angelica said please rest assured that it is coming like keep seeking them out and don't stop looking because I think that for me when I was in like my let's say like mid to early twenties, I didn't have that group. And I really like, I would see people, you know, like you watch like TV shows and you're like, look at them. They've all been friends for forever. And it's all so perfect. And then, so I had some friends that I had for forever, but you know, a lot of friends moved away and like, you know, you like just grow apart from people and stuff. So I didn't have that like core group that I really felt like got me. And I didn't have to explain myself to. I guess is the best way to, for me to explain it. But you know, time goes on and you find those people And like, especially in your 30s, I feel like you really like you really find those people because you know, you know what you want from people faster and you know what you have to offer. Right. So you're like, you can meet somebody and be like, we're not going to be a good fit as friends or yes, we're going to be ride and die. You're awesome. Um, And so, yeah, having like a good core friend group or chosen family has been really stabilizing this year um and so even if that's something you don't have right now please don't be discouraged just know like you do have lots of amazing things to offer so keep seeking that out because I think at the end of the day like I certainly don't know anything about uh the point of life or you know what religion is correct or if any of them are whatever but I know that at the end of the day people can help people get through life
0: Alrighty, well, that's that's our first go at it in these new places in 2021. I'm sure it'll sound a little bit better once we figure out we our offices and stuff. Okay,
1: you need to send me a like walkthrough of your place, and then I'll send you a walkthrough of my place. Oh,
0: you, you're oh, we're not there yet. Spiritually, me, am I, but emotionally, <laughs> physically. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a story. One day, this will be funny. It's not funny today, but one day it will be. Um,
1: <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on that.
0: All right, guys. Well, hit us up on Instagram. We're Heart Hustle Podcast on Twitter, Heart Hustle Pod. Use the hashtag, so Hard, and we will see you next week as the internet allows us, you know? Yes.
1: Here forever and ever, and don't forget to leave reviews. All right. Thank you. Bye.